Well, I don't know. It's like, oh yeah, this is the hotel card that Martin Luther King Jr. used to get into his hotel room <laughs> the night he was killed. Like, I mean, it's, you know? it's weird to the fact that there is a bunch of people who like stand in the spot where he died at the hotel, like, <sighs> like no, no, you don't do that. You see, like, yeah, <laughs> they really be taking deep breaths. They really be taking deep ass breaths, going. This is where he stood, and you're just like, "What the f- is wrong with you?" Like you're at the Ford Theater, still like on the balcony, like sitting down. And you're like, "This is where he like, was shot." Honey, stand right behind me. <laughs> this is what it felt like. <laughs> Apparently, there are some places to where. Like like ex slave plantations, mm-hmm. where they'll turn it into like a museum, and you'll have people do like characters, and you'll have people do characters as slaves. So you can you imagine walking into like a slave cabin because you're a historical buff, and you're like, oh my god, like this is this is where they this is where slaves were kept, like this is where they slept like, every night after like hard labor, and and then you have an, a reenactor come in. See you, depending on your skin color, by the way. <laughs> See you, and just immediately dropping into character, like, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. I'm so sorry. No, I, I didn't mean no. And just go hard as. <laughs> at that point, do you really still want to be there? No. <laughs> like, no. At one point, if that person wasn't there, that same guy would be like, this is where they, this is where they killed him. Feeling the floor. And yeah. This is where they were whipped. <laughs> and then you have a reenactor coming in and reenacting. They're like, I don't want to be here anymore. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Get your burps out. Get your drinks. All right. All right. Three seconds will go to ten. So in ten... What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and of course, with me is my co host, Adrian. And you know him, you love him. He's our technical director, big man Mike Cards. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> How you guys doing, man, tonight? It's so close to New Year's. Oh my God. We're almost here, 2024, man. Yeah. This is the last episode for season three for this year how come this year felt so much longer it really did it really did did. it dragged on like in in terms of like podcast wise i feel like it went by very fast and i think we had shorter number episodes than we did last year too yeah that's right huh yeah well well, in the beginning we were we were in the middle of moving yeah that's true yeah that's right yeah in the beginning of the year we're middle moving then then we got a pool (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we got distracted with a pool. That's true. <laughs> that that pool came in clutch, dude. Oh, yeah. Summertime. Yeah. But man, so much has gone on over this entire year. 2023 has been crazy. So this episode, we're kind of we're gonna still go with a regular format of of course giving the film news. But of course, the big thing where we're gonna cover over tonight, of course, is Everything that's gone over for 2023 and, of course, what we're going to be looking forward going into the next year. Yep. yep. All right. So you guys ready to do this? Last film news for the year, man. Last yeah. film news. 
All right, let's do it. All right. What we got here, first topic we have, <laughs> goodbye DC Extended Universe. The DCEU is now officially over with Aquaman 2 finally out. Man, that has been a long 10 years. Dude, that's, man, that hurts. A little longer than that, right? Longer than? No, it's got to be about 10 years. Yeah? When did Man of Steel come out? Let's find out. I want to say 2012. 2013. Damn it. So, yeah, 10 years. 10 years, yeah. Yeah, exactly 10 years. Damn. <sighs> Damn. Could you say that's a good run? Could you honestly say they had a good run? I said they had. They would- had an okay run, unfortunately. Uh, uh, this is coming from a big DC f- uh, fan. Oh, would you say... Do you say this because you're compared it to the Marvel films? Like, say Marvel, you, the MCU never existed. If it never existed, still, it'd be mediocre. Mediocre? Still. Okay. Still, yeah. because it's just how it... Come on, you gotta admit, it's just... it's un- It was inconsistent, the entire yeah. run. It felt like a mixture of... um. You remember those independent like DC movies and Marvel movies? Yeah, like in uh, um late nineties and then early two thousands, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it felt like that, but at the same time, it was like trying to be a franchise, but still just could not like hold together. It couldn't hold together. Like it was still just like there were it was just slipping through their hands over and over, and they just kept trying to catch like, it. In the early like examples like early Marvel movies. Where it seems it seems seamless between all movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like oh, okay, it's all connected somehow. Yeah, this one is like there are force in moments. Like, hey, don't forget that Superman exists here. Don't forget that. Yeah. Well, do you think this was in due to the fact that right off the back they try to already catch up with the Marvel film? So oh, yeah. they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, we're gonna get Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Justice League. Like right off the bat, we're gonna catch up to them. We're gonna get a full assembled team within three movies. Yeah, it was one of those things that just took. Instead of learning, you know, growing to love each character, it's like, nope, you're forced to like every single person. Mm-hmm. And top of that, we're going to keep throwing people at you. Now, would would you blame Zack Snyder for that, or would you blame Warner Brothers for that? Warner. Warner? Warner's a big one on that one. Oh, yeah. Because remember, it, it was early on the uh, where they said, oh, no, we're going to let the directors handle their own. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But we're going to give our suggestions, you know, because we don't like certain things. Yeah. Because they uh, originally, they because I mean... Remember the whole thing? They waited until Zack Snyder was out the door. And they're like, hey, way to go, Zack. You did great. We loved it. All of it. Fantastic job. All right. You're going to get that check. All right. Hey, Red Lobster later. All right. I'm going to see you later. All right, Joss. Come on in. Come on in. Because even before when the first was going off, people were already having problems with the storyline Zack Snyder was trying to structure. Yeah. I mean, Man of Steel was controversial. Batman yeah. v Superman. Theatrical. Everyone hated that. Extended why, came out. Why was Man, Man of Steel controversial? Because it was a very dark, moody yeah. Superman film. So no one liked the idea of... People were basically they saying... Boy Scout. They wanted Boy Scout. People were saying like they're, you shouldn't have tried to do what you did with Batman, make it dark and grimy and moody to do that to Superman. People wanted that hopefulness. People wanted that sunshine Boy Scout. Well, it's like if you're going to portray a hopefulness... Don't you kind of need a grittiness? No, but they're no, used, no. They're used to the uh, uh, what's her name? What's his name? The seventies. Uh, oh, the uh, Christopher Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're used to that version. Well, that, uh, that version was corny as shit too. And then of course yeah. you know Man of Steel. You know Superman killed Zod. People had a huge issue with yeah. that. You know it, there were some issues people had along with. Like people just had problems with that. Yeah, because no, because we're 
we're in the same age group that we're used to the darker toned um DC. Yeah. A lot of the people like like for instance like my mom, you know, she's all she grew up was on, you know, Super Friends. Uh oh yeah. Uh you know, like I said the early Batman. The Legion of Doom. <laughs> the golden age of superheroes. Yeah. Yeah, they you know the golden age, yeah. So they grew up on, you know, the the silliness, the, the kind where you have laugh tracks on. You know what well, we're slowly starting to go to back towards. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I liked Man of Steel because it looked that way. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, I yeah, li- yeah. I liked it a lot. And a lot of people who were on board with Snack, Zack Snyder's type of filmmaking, they love that. Yeah. But at the same time, people who weren't used to that hated that. So there was always that big controversy with the DCEU from the very beginning. Yeah. It just got worse. Absolutely got worse when Zack Snyder left and then they had no direction. So yeah. they're just random. It was like random movie ideas they're throwing to like a yeah. dartboard. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it made no sense. There was no structure to that. So, but man, 10 years though. They tried for 10 years. Yeah. Dude, they were throwing like, so they're trying everything. We heard rumors about other movies that were going to mm-hmm. attempt. Were there films in there you liked though? It's like the Man of Steel. I liked a lot. Um, uh, let's see what oh, once come out. Uh, Batman v Superman, I was entertained by, but yeah. Did you like? Did you you saw like both one theatrical and extended? Yeah, yeah. It was eh. okay. It's one thing like okay, it's cool and all, but so there was never any of these movies. Were there any movies out of any that we were like, yeah, this one was great? <sighs> probably Man of Steel is probably the best one they made. That I'm one. Sadly, say I'm t- I'm going through the entire catalog in my head. Yeah, and I'm like, uh. I I was not a big fan of Aquaman, uh, the Wonder Woman, movie, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Eh. Uh, you know, I he, wouldn't have had a beef with Wonder Woman if her goddamn theme song didn't come up every freaking second. <laughs> like every single time she was on screen, that motherfucker was playing like on repeat. Okay, that's what I can say. Like, I did not like Justice League. I actually did like Zack Snyder's Justice League, even though how fucking long it was. Yes. But every time Wonder Woman came up in that movie, it never ceased. No, I feel feel the same way with the Avengers theme song. Okay, really? Dude, I cannot. Okay, yeah, I get you. Anytime I rewatch any of the films, I start laughing. Because it seems so stupid. <laughs> so each one had their own corny ass, like <laughs> every single one had the Avengers theme song. Every movie, <laughs> it is like the pose up, right? Yes, it just makes me laugh because I watch a compilation mm-hmm. and it was just repeat on repeat <laughs> over and over again to the point where I just started laughing. You, hey, but you gotta admit though, like in Endgame though, it was, it was cool. Like I, that, that was the one moment. moment. It, that one moment is cool. But, but every- the, yeah, yeah, it, it does repeat itself yes. really hardcore through all of them, and it's like yeah. it's the big posing moment too. Yeah, where yeah. they're all, all cool as shit and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're to, trying they're to they're trying to recopy the spin circle camera <laughs> shot from the first Avengers from Age of Ultron. Yeah. And shit. No, no, from it, the first Avengers. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, rem- it reminds me way too much of the intro to CSI. With that stupid, when he makes a pun. Crisco, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, when yes. he puts on the fucking has, uh, shades. Puts on the shades. It has one gimmick line. One yeah! pun. <laughs> I gotta pull that up. <laughs> it reminds me too much of that because I watched the compilation. It was just over and over. So I start crying, just crying, laughing. 
Yes. Drive by Miami style. <laughs> <laughs> was the mob sent to draw us to the crime scene? Was sent to destroy it. <laughs> and it's like, it's a scream. It's this one last line. And then it puts on the screen the glasses. And then. <laughs> I love how, like, in that compilation, it cuts off before the, even the whole screen. Something to hide. <laughs> um, I don't want you to worry about it. All right? Mr. Coleman. Because I, I'll be your memory. <laughs> what the fuck? It doesn't make sense. Dude, I, I'm sure the writer, whoever thought, like, I got gold, man. I got this. Is it right I here? Got gold. This right here. This was gonna make us. This how it's gonna get us out. <laughs> we got it right here, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's gonna be a. The, yeah. Are you are you excited for what's gonna come up next? Now that's gonna become the. DCU, the DC universe, what's gonna reboot into? I actually am kind of looking forward to it. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see. I'm not trying to be too hopeful. Okay. I'm not trying to bring up too much hope, but with the way it's structuring so far, it seems like now they really have like a structured, a structure. Like they planted their feet. Now. now, like here they are, they're bracing it. And now it's like, okay, now we're going to build on from here. Okay, yeah. No, no. What I like is that they acknowledge that there's diff- there are separate universes. Mm-hmm. They're not going to cross one another. Yes. So we're not worried about, we only have to have one Batman movie. Yes. Which now we're having pretty much, what, three of them have one shot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're having the Batman, Matt Reeves. Yep. Uh, the best one. Te- the Brave and the Bold for the DCU. Brave and the Bold. Um. Yeah, actually, just the animated one that you're counting that one. No, no, no. Actually, I, I, now that brings up four. The uh, Keeper Crusader animated one um, and the Joker. Uh, oh, yeah. Walking Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, that's right. The second yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, they come out number two. So technically, all these exist in, at one time, mm-hmm. but never actually meet just up. in separate yeah. universes. Yeah. So they just keep it with that. Which so, I'm cool with. So it sounds more along the lines of like they're providing a lot of content. Mm. They're not intertwining all of them. And it's just more like, hey. Here's the multi. This is our plethora of pretty much multiple comic book version mm-hmm. where it's like you can follow this series of comics in a sense or this series of comics in a sense. So that way it's not just all one artist, one linear story, but that you have options. Yeah. yeah. So if you're tired of this, you can go to this. Yeah. If you're tired yeah. of this, you can go to that. But they all still have their own linear lines. Mm-hmm. Of story, yeah. Yeah. Going. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I like about that is you're able to compare. If you want to, you compare two Batman's if you, at that point. Yeah, and then you can be like, which Batman's your favorite? Yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, well, moving over into our next film news, what we have here: Sony Pictures Entertainment partners with the Guardian UK Guardian Film or not film, um, news news outlet. Yeah, so Sony Pictures is getting into the news. This is industry, this man. Weirds me out. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Huh? It doesn't surprise you. It doesn't surprise me actually. Oh, I mean, do you think this? Do you think this will help them create more? Like, what? What's the intended purpose? Do you think this will help them out for Sony? Because what it says here is they're going to be using the Guardians' extraordinary journalism, past, present, and future, to create a new generation of dramas, documentaries, and movies. Again, doesn't surprise me. You know why? Fox. <laughs> that, that means 
Fox had their own thing. They had uh, news networks. They yeah. had, you know, short films. They had full-length films. They had, I mean. But this doesn't really specifically disclose are they producing content for the Guardian? So they're going to be producing their video media content that they do for their, you know, specials, their channels, their news outlets or everything. Or are they going to be pulling from stories from Guardians so they can produce their own dramas, documentaries. Like, oh, the Guardian, they did a news article on this massacred family of 12. So let's create a documentary. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't think they'll do something like that, but I think they will do, uh, you know, um, pretty much like how they do with, you know, What's this one of those shows that we were watching a couple days ago? Those like the murder shows. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Re- those drama docs. Yeah, yeah, drama docs, but not to that extreme. But you know, or they might do shows. like you know documentaries and stuff like that. Just simple ones. Yeah. You know, oh, here's the here's the bears, and that's it. <laughs> I don't know. From what I'm from what I'm reading, the because the Guardian has their own kind of like group for documentaries. Yeah. And so the last couple of years, at least in twenty. 20- 21 and in 19 they won for they won a short Oscar documentary short Oscar mm-hmm. for their for their picks mm-hmm. you know for their documentaries so I think Sony's trying to at least create a new I guess like expand that version of the Guardian to like you said be able to show more um, like theme accurate like documentary series documentary movies but also as well like giving Sony like more material to make their own type of movies Mm -hmm. and kind of in an odd way of like making sure that they get the most accurate information is to have like a journalist go and do their, their job Job. as a journalist getting all the information, but also giving it to some movie producer, Sony's producer and be like, Oh, Hey, check it out. I mean, those docudramas right now are doing, they're really popular right now. What was that one with that? Girl who murdered her mom, oh, who had that right. that mental disorder of making her think that she was sick and something like that. Yeah, they made yeah. a movie. On yeah, her. so it's, that blew up huge and stuff. There's so many more of those docudramas that blew up. That's becoming like a new thing to, for a lot of production for a lot of production studios to get into. But I mean, she was in prison for a good while before they even started making that. Yeah. So, yeah. but think about like remember they said they're gonna. Go into past too. Yeah. Past stuff they covered over, past articles, past document like documentaries they've done. It just seems very odd to like looking through the a catalog of other people's yeah. lives. Yeah. yeah. And looking through their clippings and being like, all right, so uh let's see, I got one here where a priest was abusing a bunch of kids. Ah, Spotlight did that. Okay, uh, how about this one? We got like the uh the Bombay slasher over there in Winchester. Nah, we don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that seems kind of weird. It, I right? mean, I, I mean, in that sense, yes, but it doesn't seem weird that they want to have a department that's dedicated so, for de- that. Dedicated for that, because you people always forget that how big Sony is actually is. They're, they're huge. The, they're, I mean, there's not only them. Obviously, electronics. Uh, I mean, literally fucking everything. I mean, yeah, you yeah, name yeah, it, yeah. they do it. Yeah. So it's not surprising that they want to expand and put their own another division out there, another I mean another uh, uh, department. That just seems so. Yeah, I, I see. I, I see. Yeah, cataloging through people's lives for media content. Yeah, yeah. It, it is weird. Yeah, yeah. but we will, you, and we will do it to you one day. So. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I want the, the life act- of types of big nasty cards. <laughs> I want the actor who plays uh, the current Jack Reacher to play me. No, you get Tim uh, Timothy. Sh- uh, what's his name? Is- <laughs> Timothy Charlemagne. <laughs> 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 no, I know, I know exactly who I want to play me. Um, damn it, what the hell was his name? He he had a show on Netflix. It was like a sketch show. He was a writer on SNL. He was a weird. Remember, he did the bit about like the zip line in the pool. Um, God damn it, what the hell is his name? Where's that one dude where? Crap. Hector? Not Hector. No. no. Him. <laughs> what about him? Oh, my God. What about him? Would you accept him? Motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> if we play a later version of him, I guess. <laughs> you know what I'm talking what about? What's his name? Well, click on him. <laughs> like, um, oh, my God. I, I, I know it's the tip of my tongue, too. Don't you dare put him at the bottom. There he is. Luis, Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. Yeah. yeah. Luis Guzman's going to fucking play me. Yeah. Can we have Luis Guzman as Mike? That's, <laughs> That's so fucked up. Actually, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. I'll take Luis Guzman. Whatever. Adrian will have George Lopez. Yeah, I'm done with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't think that will work because George Lopez doesn't won't like the fact that you have like another Mexican comedian on the stage. He's like, did you tell jokes? Yeah, I mean, I told a little bit of jokes. I'm like, can't have him here. Can't have him. He's gonna, he's gonna gatekeep it all the way. <laughs> no, no. What we'll do is we'll race swap you. We'll do someone else. We'll, we'll get you. You know, I want Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> I, want Daniel I have no Kaluuya. problem with that, man. I want Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya to play me, and Timothy Chalamet to play you. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> And then uh, Dev Patel can play you. (laughs) (laughs) So Adrian gets Dev Patel, and then he gets Timothy Chalamet, and then I get Luis Guzman. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect casting right there. And then at the end, it shows, like, the actual images of us, and they'll be like, what the fuck? But yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting seeing what Sony's uh, Sony Pictures is gonna be producing now that they're gonna be working with the Guardian for a lot of these like documentaries and series and stuff like that. Yeah, I, was, I don't know. I just feel weird about it. Uh, yeah. I, I feel I feel it's gonna be one of those things that's gonna just it's gonna on. yeah it's gonna just slide underneath the radar. No yeah. one's gonna even notice. Watch. And finally, well, we have our final thing to cover over film news before we go over to our main topic. There is now a potential. Warner Mount, you heard it, Warner Mount. That is Warner Bros. Discovery Paramount merger. This this feels weird. Yeah, that they're going on for another. It's it's almost like Pac Man now. They're just going up, eating yeah. up all the smaller. Oh, not even smaller because oh, Paramount's a big studio. Paramount's yeah. a big studio, but have they been doing as well as they should, or no? Because I feel like Peacock is. Uh, no, the Paramount is kind of like. St- Steadily just there, I think. Um, so shares for Paramount slipped 1% and Warner Brothers Discovery slipped 4% in early trading. Paramount is 40% below its 52-week high right now. 40% below? Yeah. Mm. So 
So I mean, below the where they should be. Yeah, they haven't. It hasn't been a good year for them. But no, it has not. It, <laughs> I wouldn't see that for numbers for any reason for them to sell off unless I haven't seen anything that's been prior than what's been going on with like COVID and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But. If they haven't been doing well for quite some time, yeah, it would make sense. But it's, I'm more looking on, on from the point of view from Warner Bros. Discovery. So you just had this major acquisition of Discovery. Yep. You merged these two big giants together. Mm-hmm. You fired a shit ton of people, laid off a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. shut down and canceled a whole bunch of projects. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to pick a board, like pick right back up and spend a shit ton of money on another merger. Yeah, it makes sense. This feels like as if like, <laughs> like no, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, why, talk, okay, why don't you get about it? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, this is what we talked about earlier. When I said that I do not understand filming finances or major studio finances because how uh, they're getting the loans and stuff. How yeah. you, I have no clue. Apparently, you're five thousand dollars in debt. It's extremely difficult to get a loan. But if you're about almost a billion dollars in debt, fuck it. Why not? It seems as if like it's. Kind well, of because it's the ability that you can acquire a billion dollars. Yeah, but s- still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get, it, I get it. Like yeah. you're just like, yeah, you can acquire a billion dollars, but at the same time, like, doesn't that billion dollars just go like towards your loan and not to your actual profit? So mm, if that's yeah. the case. Like, isn't like the guy who has a five thousand dollar debt kind of like in the same boat as these guys? Like, it's like on a bigger scale. But roughly the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. The loan you're getting is not being paid off for any future investments. No, it's being paid yeah. off for the loan and so, so yeah. So it feels yeah. like they're merging with Paramount in an attempt to try and like reach out as a as a life raft. But Paramount in itself as well is just like doing it's like like it's a little plateau little thing. Like it hasn't really done anything to to sink, but it hasn't done anything to rise. So it's just like it's just gonna drag Paramount down with it. Yeah. Also, I just thought about one thing right now is how does a talk about selling a company even start? Do they approach each other like, you know, hey, bro, you know, I think of selling. You want to buy? You know, I think it's more like, hey, you're broke. You ain't got no money. Your movies are shit. You're shit. I want to help you out. <laughs> Bye. I want to take that piece of shit Paramount off your hands. See, I think that's how it goes. I mean, I'm just curious about the initial, like the, the initial approach, of, approach, like, like, Hey, I want to buy. Yeah. Either do like, I want to buy or do hey, I want to sell. I want, I'm thinking of selling. Do you want to buy it? Uh, it's, it's more along the lines of like casual, like casual entrapment, you know, where you just like corner them in the stall. <laughs> Hi, I hear you're looking to sell. How the fuck did you hear about that? No. <laughs> it's like Warner Brothers is like following like the main executives for Paramount for like a week just to accidentally quote unquote bump into the, each other Basically. at you know Starbucks. I mean, oh, Jim! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> how's everything? <laughs> when in reality, you know exactly. You how's plan going. the entire thing out. Yeah. <laughs> this. I mean, I've been I've been watching a lot of Suits lately, <laughs> so. I feel fairly confident in knowing the strategies of it. I don't know the names of it, but I'm fairly certain <laughs> there's probably some very handsome lawyer that just like catches you at the bar or something and just like, here, you're trying to sell. And then just casually threatens to like why you should sell and just buys it up. 
And then your redhead secretary just like starts doing like her catwalk down the hallway, letting Jessica know like, hey, we bought this. And then Jessica's mad. And then, of course, Lewis is being a little bitch about it. Yeah. And then Mike's projecting his dead parents. Like, when's the last time you remembered a studio strategy not trying to buy up pre-existing IPs, but creating new IPs? Because that's what it seems like it's been the strategy for like the last 20, 30 years. To create something brand new. Yeah, a new uh, franchise. Yeah, that's the whole... Yeah. Yeah, they're most... I mean... Because I get it. I get it. The franchise thing, I get it. It's... You make money off you of make that. Money off but what what happened to creating the franchise? Like now it's been buy this company, buy this. Well, Fox has this catalog. We need to buy Fox so we can. You see what I'm saying? It's all. It seems like this whole big battle has been only particularly 100% for streaming purposes only. Because, man, I. You see? Yeah. No, I, I get it. I see what you're trying to say. Like it feels like they have no future sight in the film industry itself. Their only eyes are on streaming. Their eyes are on streaming and keeping old IPs going. Yeah. Familiar IPs. And which like I said, I get it because that's, you know, you're, you're more likely when you go to, you know, theaters are more expensive. Mm. You're more likely, likely to go see something, something you're, you're familiar with. Something yeah. familiar with other something new. Mm. But if you watch, but it's also an investment if the studio wants to do something new, which means you have to heavily promote the hell out of this one thing, hoping that it's going to catch on. Mm-hmm. Which again, when's the last time you had a horror icon? Uh, other than you know the Conjuring series, I mean, so far the. Oh wait, no, I wouldn't use horror. horror has been a good example of creating new franchises in the last like ten years, 10, 15 years. Horror has been good when it comes to creating okay, what new about, franchises. Okay, what about uh, action? No, action. Yeah, comedy. No, you see, like they, definitely those, not comedy. Yeah, those have been pretty bad. Comedy, definitely no. Action. Yeah, that had been known. I mean. Except for John Wick, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, besides for those small hidden gems like that, you're really not getting franchises out of action like yeah. you used to. You're not getting your Sylvester Stallones. You're not getting your Arnold Schwarzeneggers. You're not getting your John Claudes. You know. Oh no! I already said before in the past that the, the, the 80s action movie the, stars the, is dead. The, the era of action heroes are dead. That's now I'm talking about A-list celebrities. I'm just talking about action, action heroes. heroes are dead. Yeah, yeah that that's gone. Yeah, but. I don't know. This is crazy. Do you think this? Do you think this is a potential that could happen? A Warner Paramount merger. I mean, didn't you say that? Didn't you guys say that it's illegal? Well, no, no. This is treading on the lines yeah, for getting treading. into a monopoly. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, we mentioned that they want to do something where everything merges as one. Mm-hmm. That's illegal. You can't do that. Okay. But if uh, they're treading on it, but they're not stepping over the fence, they're just right there. There will be there will be a point where they do step over. Like Disney's really close to it. Oh my god, yeah. Well, Disney had to give up Sky Network so they yeah. could acquire Fox. So yeah. They're 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 like right, like they're writing that that line. Uh Warner's getting very close. Universal's not um Universal NBC is not even close at all. But all this just takes one property to bring bring him over. Yeah. So Ugh. it's it's crazy, man. I it would be weird seeing Warner Brothers eat up. Paramount, and then just be, like, what do you, what do you call that? Maybe Warner Parrot Discovery. Like, Warner do, you, the do, you, do you hear? Do you keep the Discovery in there? Nah, Warner Mount Discovery. You call it the Warner Mount. The Warner Mount or Warner Paramount. Sounds like a. I'm gonna Warner Mount you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just a sex move right there. But I feel like in order to perform the Warner Mount, is that you had to royally yourself get fucked. <laughs> And then 
mount. I think that's when you... That's when you get the shit being out of you, and then you go to, like, a brothel. No, that's when you're... The Warner Mount is when... (laughs) The Warner Mount is when you're with a girl, then you get off, and your brother steps in place. No, it's when your brother is with a girl, and then you step in place. Oh, there you go. That's it. (laughs) Okay. That's the Warner Mount. (laughs) All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to cover over our main topic tonight, which, of course, is going to be everything we're looking forward for next year. 2024, man, it's coming around the corner, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we are back, covering over our main topic tonight. The year is finally coming to an end. 2023 will be over pretty soon. Yep. Yep. And now we got a whole nother year to look forward to. 2024. And boy, have they released a lot of announcements for upcoming films, trailers, all that stuff. So we're going to just gush out we're gonna just go over everything we are excited for going into 2024 and of course the big cum- uh, culmination of everything that we did enjoy of course this year 2023 so what do you want to start off first what we're excited for this year or for next year or what happened this year um what should we do how about we uh well we already talked a little bit about this past year yeah i mean kind of stuff that Already happened, but there there's a lot of big things that happened this year. I mean, the biggest, of course, we can talk about is the writers and actors strike. Of course. Yeah. That was huge. That was a that was a damper financially on yes, the entire a, film industry. A historic strike. Yes. Yeah. Do you think we're ever gonna get a strike like that? I mean anytime soon. If the studios play the card right, never again. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the studios will Oh, literally no, no. repeat the same cycle. No, no, no. It's it's they'll do something. They'll do something that pushes that that treads that line of you know. Last it was talking about AI was the big one, right? Mm-hmm. There's gonna be something else that happens afterwards. That's like, oh nope, we we gotta fix this. It has is there something to do with technology? Robots, and robots, probably. So the preliminary estimates place the economic costs at more than six billion and lost wages and business impacts across California because of the strikes this year. And that's just in California. And that's just California. Six billion. So that seems like a studio problem. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Because I mean, hell, that number would have been a hell of a lot lower if they had just paid their due. Do you think though potentially we could get fucked over on the state trying to re-bring back those lost wages and finances and higher taxes in following years? I don't think well, if they're smart about it, they will actually lower the taxes and try to and try to incentivize studios to start filming again in mm-hmm. California. Like you have to lower lower the price tags so people can spend. Yeah. And that's the only way you're gonna get back. And I think I was also looking at another report talking about even just jobs in Hollywood. I think it was down close to like 14, 15% overall. Yeah. I mean, and that was, they don't even consider that due to the strikes that was just or COVID. That was just in general cut costs. So that was, so, I mean, we talked about it in past episodes. We won't get into it again, but that was the, the general idea of cutting so yeah, cutting Neil, personal down, la- cutting, down nearly 20%. Sorry, yeah. So cutting personal, cutting jobs to increase job revenue. Huh? What's the what's the word? Like 
No, you're cutting jobs to capitalize on your increase in revenue gains. Yes. So you don't have to hire as many people. But of course, everything still costs the same. But yeah. you're doubling the labor. Yeah. yeah. Doubling and tripling the labor on the ones you currently have. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. instead of hiring people to fill in that extra labor to pay more, you saved a buck or two and eliminated 20%. So now the 10 instead of 20 people that you now have yeah. now have to do double, triple the work for the same pay. Yeah. Yeah. Which and unfortunately does, which don't get it why students don't understand is that it does affect the quality of work. Oh, yes. yeah. Absolutely. And, and we've seen it. Yeah. Everyone has seen it in in Marvel and movies in general. Like this, the overall quality is noticeable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it does not matter how much they say the creative wise. Oh, this is just what the flash sees when he runs so fast. It warps reality. Mm-hmm. No, bitch. It, your CG just sucks. Yeah, yeah, with these cut costs from all these employment or employees, you're seeing it affect mainly the studios who try to produce multiple films within a year. Yeah. So like Marvel, of course, you know, they have so many projects they're working at once. This is going to affect them. Warner Brother and all their studios this is going to affect them. But you don't see this as much from the smaller independent, you know, Studios who are working on smaller projects, or at least like one to two projects at a, at once. No, they yeah. chilling. No, yeah. no, because they know what's what their limits are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you've got independent, that means you independent means you know everyone on that project. Yeah. yeah. You know you're you're you know the the producers are personally calling up people, hiring people on the phone. Mm-hmm. You kn- versus a yeah. studio is you know you got a CEO saying I want this movie made. All right, pass it to the next person. That person. All right, the stu- the CEO wants. Uh, a movie about cars. All right, pass it to the next person. Like, hey, they said that we, you know, pretty much it just goes down the line. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes, you know, all right, fill in this, uh, take it to, you know, whoever's in charge, fill in this spot, this spot, this spot, this spot, and get back to us. It's It kind of talks about how, the I don't know why, but that just triggered like that scene from uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Where Matt Damon's in the office of like Henry Ford the third. And he sees that envelope that's supposed to be taken to him and how it's passed from like literally eight, nine, ten different people in within like a 25 feet range. Yeah. Like 25 feet radius till it finally gets in his hand. And he tells him like, you got way too many people doing extra shit for stuff that could just be like A to B. Yeah. Like you just need, you need your driver and you need the guy in charge. And last time I checked, that was you. You're the guy in charge. You pick the driver. You're telling this guy to tell this guy to tell this guy to tell her to let this guy know down department three floors down to tell five other people that this guy is supposed to be the driver. Too many hands. You got too many hands, too many cooks. (laughs) You got too many cooks in the kitchen. So independent studios are going to be like, hey, Steve, we got another project. You down? Yeah, I'm down. Versus, hey, Steve, this is so-and-so from so-and-so from from agent so-and-so. We want to talk to you about blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like- um. All right. Well, it's gonna. It's it's not gonna be as personal. Yeah. And the quality shows. Yeah, it definitely shows in a quality, and it's just one of those things. Like, I see this f- getting worse in the next company years. Yeah. As they're gonna be figuring out ways how to cut as much costs for employees, for ad revenue, for everything. It's. I see the next couple of years for all studios across the board just being cut costs. Yeah. Just yeah. cutting costs, cutting costs, cutting costs. And it's a real shame. It's it a real really shame is. Because 
And because of that, you had to, which is which led into the strike, mm-hmm. which then led to multiple projects getting pushed further back. A lot of them into this upcoming year. We got a lot of movies coming up this upcoming year. Well, I would hope that with all this costs with or all this cuts with all the costs and everything, I would really, really hope that they would keep one movie for the year. Like, yeah, you know, cut the budget for like ten films. You know, reduce them. You know, you don't need to produce so many hundred million dollar films. Yeah, but at least have one major film that's like your hundred million, two hundred million dollar because that's going to be your money maker. Because your blockbuster, your blockbuster. Because what really showed for this year is you need to have that one movie that's going to go out with a banger. Warner Brothers got theirs. It was Barbie. Mm-hmm. No one saw Barbie going to become a huge hit. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. What other studio had their major big hit? I mean, Universal had Oppenheimer. Was Oppenheimer. that their biggest one for that, the year? That was the biggest one. Yeah, yeah. So like these studios that and they produced quite a bit of films in one year, but yeah. you don't see them really trying as hard. Yeah, we need to have like ten, two hundred million dollars being sh- films being shot this year. Yeah, you I see, we covered an episode before where there was like. Five huge movies, six huge movies, mm-hmm. and only Barbie and Oppenheimer made it out. Yeah, yeah. as like the heavy, like the winners essentially, because everyone, everything else flopped. Yeah, and Barbenheimer this year was huge. Yes. That whole, I mean, we talked about it last episode, but that huge marketing strategy, that double feature. Yeah, I, I do want to see that happen more genuinely, more authentically. Yeah. Next year and in the upcoming years. I want to see more double features like that, but I want them authentic. I don't want to be manufactured and mass produced by studios like, yeah, we're just going to get a bunch of random movies now and just pairing up together because Barbie and Oppenheimer were a success. Yeah. And I want like a focus group ran and asked for an opinion like, what would you think if we ran this movie with this this movie? movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. Like, Barbenheimer happened organically. Yeah, we saw yeah. that shit coming. And yeah. I was on coming. There was an attempt at another one, but it kind of they kind of flopped. But I kind of appreciate it. What it was, uh, Paw Patrol and Saw came out the exact same day. Oh, uh, so okay. someone made images called Saw Patrol. <laughs> so they put the little dog. I get. I don't know what the dog's name, but the little cop one. Yeah, uh, with the uh, with the reverse bear trap on its face. Oh, that's bad. That's funny. But I mean, I appreciate it. Yeah. But that's fan made. That was not yeah, manufactured was, by studio. Yeah. And it's our biggest fear is that a studio is going to manufacture it and not let it organically done by fans. Yeah. yeah. And become like a new gimmick. Yeah. And that's what you don't want this to become is a gimmick. Yeah. yeah. So that was something like that really surprised me this year that we had something that big going on for two films that ha- were not even superhero related. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we're all getting tired. We're all getting the superhero fatigue. Yeah, the fatigue so, has finally set in. Yeah, yeah, it's finally fully set in. So I'm excited now for next year what films we're going to be looking forward to that's past superheroes, past DC, past Marvel. That's that's what's really getting for me. But man, it's it's been crazy. I mean, Dave Filoni, CFO, Lucas Films. Yeah, that was a huge leap. Yeah. That's a huge thing that happened this year. Man, the Taylor Swift Eras concert. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that broke records everywhere. Yeah. Revitalizing AMC. Dude, that, that, sh- dude, that's so much power. It brought, <laughs> it brought, what's it called? The NFL got actually gained. Yeah. Oh, my God. Their stocks increased. Their stocks increased. Uh, Distributors got uh, pissed. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kelsey's jersey went up by 500%. Mm-hmm. The sales. Now, do you think 
that's going to become another gimmick and try to do concert movies in theaters now. I mean, they've been doing it for a while, but, but it hasn't so been hitting. It has not been hitting. But you don't got Swifties. That's you, true. You don't got them. Like, got- I know they tried it with that uh, Korean band BTS. Yeah, BTS. They- ha- I mean, no, every year they're... This is the thing because us we're not fans. Mm-hmm. We never we never hear about these things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But apparently, this is about like four or five of these movies that come out every year. We just don't pay attention. The only time I hear about them is like the the pre trailers of like when you go to the movies. Yeah, the yeah, kind okay. where it's like even though the movie starts at five thirty, you get there at like five twenty, mm-hmm. and then you just have like random clips showing up, and it's like advertisements of like this summer, you know, watch. Watch Wu Tang Clan, <laughs> you know, <laughs> live and in person here at the theater. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, like that's the only time I'll ever hear about. Actually, it. No, no. Okay. he goes, I know why we never hear it hmm. because we always get there about like a couple minutes before the trailer starts. Michael likes getting there about twenty minutes early. Yes, yes, because I like to. I like to, even though we have our assigned seatings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still like to get there and not have to worry about like the the awkwardness of like, excuse me. Excuse me. What was the last movie we went to which we got stuck behind that family who didn't know how to work the soda machine? Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember which one. Mike was raging. I was so Mike mad. was raging. We were already like five minutes, almost ten minutes late. Like we yeah. were missing trailers. <laughs> That's my favorite shit. I don't care what anybody says. When you go to the movies, you go for the trailers and then the movie. <laughs> If you want to just go for the movie, you might as well just pop in the DVD. The trailer is the whole experience because then you can watch it together and then you can lean to the people like, oh, that 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 looks really good. That, we should check that out. Or like, that looks kind of lame. But like, that family. That <laughs> fucking family. <laughs> Dude, I love the fact that it was like the dad first, then the mom. Then you realize three kids are still trying to figure it out. Who didn't know how to use the goddamn Coca-Cola touchscreen vending machine, whatever, to, Coca-Cola dispenser, and you can see them like, uh... No, it was more of the fact that they were pressing buttons, so they pressed the fan, the Fanta button, and then had all the Fanta options. They're like, "Ooh, yes, like, that's exactly what I mean." They're like, "Oh, I, I want a Coca Cola." Tapping all that plethora of flavors. Oh, wow! Okay, and I'm over here fuming because we're late. I don't even what the what movie what I was so mad. That we were missing what we were missing. You were so salty for like the first like third of the movie. I just see the fucking salt on your face. Was it Scream? No, No, it wasn't Scream. Was it Nope? It might have been Nope. I think it might have been Nope. I think it was Nope. I think it was Nope. I think it might have been. I think it was Nope. Yes, because I remember Ash came with us. Yes. Both our Ashes. (laughs) And, um,. I remember, I think when we sat down, I think she asked me, like, like my actually. No, <laughs> like it was because. She asked if I was good. <laughs> like, yes, it was because I remember we had to walk into the right side of the theater. Yes. And it's the first one to the left. Yes. The IMAX. Yeah, it was that one. Okay. It was. Yeah, so he did go see Nope. Yeah. I was uh, so heated. Man. It wasn't until we sat down and Ashley was like, you okay? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I'm okay. I'll yeah. get over it. But we we got there. Right as the movie was starting, and I was so mad, and I was like, "I'll never know what we what we missed. I'll never know." And even though you can see on YouTube, 
Doesn't matter. It's like I don't know what order and sequences showed. You know, half the time we forget what trailers were on there yeah, to begin with. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's the feeling. You know, it's the feeling of showing it. Well, now with more movies coming out in theaters, you could have that chance now to go see more movie trailers in the theaters. So, like, what are you excited for 2024? The movies that they announced coming out that you want to see in theaters? I'm excited for Dune 2. Dune Part 2? Dune Part 2. Okay. Did you see the first one in theaters, or did you see it only in HBO Max? I saw it on HBO Max. Okay. Because so- I think that was around the time when, was it COVID? No. No, I no. just missed it. Yeah. I, I think I... I yeah, I think I only missed it. And I didn't know how I felt about it. No, wait, did I watch it in theaters? I don't think no, so. I didn't. No, no, you didn't. No, no. No, I watched it at you home. You didn't. That's right. Because it, it, I think that was when it's, that was just around this time where it started HBO or uh, Warner Brothers, like straight to streaming. Straight. Yeah, I think that was one of the, or same day release. I think that yeah. was one of the films that was same day release in theaters and on HBO. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I think. I think I was like, why am I going to go to the theaters? I'll just watch it here. Yeah. So. Are you going to see the next one, though, in theaters? Oh, I'm going to see it in theaters. You want to hear the Atmos sound? I'm going to put that bitch in IMAX. Okay. Like I did with Blade Runner 24-9. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, that's what's up. What about you, Adrian? What films are you excited for? <laughs> films? I'm not sure. Cause I, I went to, we were looking at the list. I'm like, what, TV you know, shows, anything? Is no, anything? TV shows definitely fall out. Okay, fall out. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fallout's coming out next oh, year. And I'm February, excited. yeah. That's right. Typically, I don't like it uh, excited for movies because I'm always let down. Mm-hmm. I'm left, you know, disappointed, crying. Disappointed upset. and crying. <laughs> Huddle in the corner, fetal yeah. position. Yeah, because I invested, like, oh, I'm so excited. Then just You're not excited to see Madam Web? Yeah, dude, Madam Web. Madam Web, I'm like, <sighs> dude. Actually, maybe that Bob Marley movie. I, Bob Marley, yeah. I saw a trailer for it. It looked pretty interesting. Can yeah. I just talk, go for a minute of, um, what's the name of the actress in Madam Web who's also in Fifty Shades? Uh, Dakota Dakota something Johnson Dakota Johnson Yeah Dakota Johnson Yeah. Why does she No matter what movie she's in Why does she look like She's like Already somehow aroused <laughs> What? What? And I know that sounds weird <laughs> yeah. Yes Explain yeah. Explain So like Few clips that I've seen her On like two separate things One having to do with like a serious moment, like describing, like, "Hey, what does depression feel like?" And she given like, as they're like eating ice cream in the kitchen, and she given like a detailed expression, like, "Oh wow, that's pretty deep." But you look at her, and she's all like smiling, like eating the ice cream, like, mm-hmm. "I'm like, uh, that's not really attractive." I'm in a fucking moment right now. And another one talking about like, "Oh yeah, like, so I'm like finished sleeping with someone, so like we can get like get back together." And then the guy's like. No, fuck you. I found somebody else. And then she's like, okay. Like her her face just like I don't know. It's just Dude, weird. I don't, I, I don't know what you're seeing, man. I, I don't no, know I, what you see, man. Either. I'm telling you. I w- I'm gonna look up whatever the fuck those you gotta send me clips. movie or whatever. And you'll I need and you'll notice. Of the face. I need sc- I, I, because it, it looks the same in both of them. Dude, I, I don't know. To me, she just has a confused look in her face at all times. That's it. Like, I think that's why she was probably picked up in Fifty Shades, because she has that confused, like... I'm Mark Wahlberg face, always looking confused. Confused, yes. but like, mm-hmm, I'm like so oblivious to things. Like, I can't even tell you're flirting with me. Oh, my God. Like, and Matt, now I'm like... Like, do you think wow. she's just 
constantly stuck in like valley girl mode? Yes. Yeah? Yes. That's what it is. She's in constant valley girl mode. And I cannot stand it. Also, the fact I think Madam Web just looks terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look appeasing at all. No, it it just looks... It's a, it's a CW Marvel. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. It's CW Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I'm, I'm not really jazzed about it. Like I said, know? if I wasn't aware... I did not know it connected to Marvel in any way. I mean, the the villain is like a variant Spider-Man that's yeah. like evil. But have you noticed the way he looks and the way he just like, the way he just presents himself? It's, ex- it's exactly how a villain in CW would present themselves. Okay, but can we honestly get like CW Marvel? Like, can we get like Marvel, but like on the level of like Hallmark? I mean, we had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah, let's, let's let's go with that route. Yeah, I'm, I'm but down. like worse. I'm down with it. Yeah, see, <laughs> I'm down with it. I, you, you need to have some campiness in know. there. Okay. You need to have some like I don't know campy it's not, terrible. I don't, I don't bring know. back just don't that. Like it? No, bring back that. Uh, the uh, the canceled squirrel girl. Yeah. <laughs> canceled squirrel. Yeah, it's like fuck it. Get the get the writers for Buffy and have them write something. Oh God. No, Angel, better. Unfortunately, it would be canceled after like the first pilot. I'm okay. First no, no, get it, give no, it a no. season. Give it a season. No, nah. no, give us a show that has no effect to the the MCU at all, but it's tied into the MCU. Then I want also a couple episodes written by the writer of Gilmore Girls. Mm. Can we get like that classic? It was like '90s or like early 2000s Justice League show. Have you seen that? The new no, I I think I know what you're talking about. Justice League show. Yep. They're teenagers, right? No, they're not teenagers. You're talking about Smallville? Actually, no, I'm confusing it for the X-Men one, sorry. It was basically like if you had Justice League, but they're like friends. I will find this. Keep well, going, going. You'll you'll have to show us yeah. eventually. But, but no, in the we, meantime. Like said, but we need we need that One Tree Hill, Xavier School, you know, teenagehood is hard. So let's stand by the next of the lockers while we explain ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. And then it shows like like Supergirl being like, I wish the brainiac of this universe would just like talk to me. <laughs> And they always got to carry their books like in front of them. Oh, yeah. And then for some reason, all the lockers are inside. Or a campier version of Gotham. I mean, you, yeah, you let's, kinda, get, let's get a campier version of Gotham. I mean, you kind of had that with the show Gotham. No, no, but take all the broodiness and darkness out and make it all about all those heroes are going to high school together. Oh, shut up. I mean, you kind of had that with Smallville. But I'm talking about the level of uh, that one episode from Justice League when they all turn to kids. <laughs> like that level. I would just need a pilot. One pilot and done. The use of the original pilot of like shooting it for the sake of trying to get it funded and then just flop. Or can we like set like a precedence of like creating a bunch of shitty pilots? If they only hit the pilots. On purpose. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
how far of a weird pilot can you make before it just they're just done? That's a good question. I'd like, think about like you know that old crappy like Fantastic Four film. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if they made a just pilots nothing like that Swamp Thing movie? I mean, hmm. you see what I'm saying? At that point, I think we will turn to Chappelle. Yeah. Because that that's the reason his company's name is Pilot Boys because he had 19 pilots <laughs> before he even actually did anything. It would just be really <laughs> weird. So yeah, we we have to defeat that one. Anywho, what are we on again? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, what we're yeah, on we, is deep. basically what the movies we are okay, covering excited, over yes. for. We're yeah, excited okay, for. Excited for. Back to I was saying, uh, we deviated way way off, off of that. Okay, uh, like Jesus Christ. Okay, Fallout, definitely Fallout. Uh, mm-hmm. Big fan of the game uh, the game series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they announced the second season for Twisted Metal. Also excited for that one. <sighs> I couldn't get into Twisted Metal. I, I liked it. It's it's. It's leading up to the actual the battle. So. Yeah, it's the story was just too bland. It was too boring. I, I, I was I was okay with it. I was not thrilled, but I was okay with it. Um, Last of Us that was coming out. Oh, oh that's yeah, right. That's true. Yeah. That's so I guess I'm excited for Sony stuff. So yeah. oh okay oh, yeah, yeah. So I mean we got uh, we got some good shows coming out. See, yeah. So I guess I will have to keep my prime. Yep. Yep. There you go. Fuck me. <laughs> you know me. I'm I'm excited for that Godzilla King Kong. Mm. That good old new empire, just That's fucking right. monster throwdown, just for the hell of it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. See, I need to have like my good movies, and I need to have like my brain dead movies. That's true. The one that you can just watch for like the sake of it, just to, for the sake of it, just to shut my brain off and just see pure entertainment. Godzilla King Kong. That one we got to promise 4DX man. Yeah. We got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Story, depth, understanding. You know, I'm excited for that King of the Planet Apes. You know, oh. I'm excited for that. That's right. Memorial Day. Yep. Or no, Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, Labor Day. Labor Day. Oh. So you know that's what's up. That's going to be good. Um, I, I was going to be excited for Deadpool 3, but I just need to actually see something of it first. Yeah, yeah. all I see is picks, and yeah. so I'm just waiting on something. But okay. damn it, I can't believe I wasted my pick on Dune 2. <laughs> <laughs> but Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes Yeah, you well. know, Both yeah, of yeah. those movies I'm very excited yeah, for. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking right there. How do you guys feel about like with like Furiosa and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, Joker 2? Uh, until that, I see something. I'm, I'm, until I'm you also, see something. Okay, you're waiting to see something with that but one But I'm too. also very curious on it. Okay. Um, we got other ones like the Fall Guys, um, Red Ones. These things like those are getting towards like the Netflix release specials and films. Netflix is starting to produce a lot more films now. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting that they're competing up there with the actual films that, you know, the blockbusters. Yeah. Like, is it weird that you can consider like a Netflix blockbuster like its own thing? Not anymore. No. Not anymore. I used to think like, oh, you know, Bird Box and stuff like that. After after Bird Box, it was like, okay, Netflix could do whatever they want. Okay. So no, I'm honestly the next year. It's not necessarily I'm excited, but I'm just curious about a lot of stuff. Mm. Like what about Civil War? Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm curious about that one. So, so that was I. the maker, uh, the writer, director, and writer for like Ex Machina for 28 Days Later. So yeah, so already I feel like it's gonna be a very a very morally heavy movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. it's gonna test your mor- your morality. And it's going to kind of test a little bit of like your patience. It's it's just going to be. I feel like it's going to be a very heavy movie. Oh yeah, yeah. They said they said it's going to be an action movie, an action drama. So 
I mean, seeing the trailer, the way yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, it was pretty like, action-packed right yeah. there. Uh, what about moving a little bit into the kid realm? What about any children's movies? Uh, how do you, did you, so did you see that Garfield? You mean the one with Chris Pratt? Yeah. yeah. How, how do you feel about that? I'm not impressed. Nah. No. It, did I'm it feel like, he, did it sound like he hated Mondays? No, no it didn't. It just it sounded, sounded like, like an inconvenience. Yeah. If it sounded like he tolerated Mondays. It's, <laughs> it's just another Grinch thing, man. That's why I still haven't watched the, the Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch. Oh, you haven't seen that one? No, that because one? he's nice. Eh, it's not that bad, actually. I'll tell he's, you that. He's too nice. As soon as you brought in a moose character, and he's like, oh, you got to go back with your family. Man, fuck that. Grinch would have been like, no, fuck you. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Like, the, the nicest... The nicest version I could think of the Grinch is Jim Carrey's, and his was chaotic neutral. Okay. Okay. The original Grinch was just chaotic evil for the sake of being evil. evil. Like, he just fucking hated the Who's. Oh, yeah. He hated Christmas. He was like, those damn dirty Who's and their fucking Christmas and their beast. I'm stealing it. <laughs> like, that was that was him. Hate all those Hoogers. <laughs> <laughs> damn Hoogers. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I get what you mean with that. Yeah. yeah. So I just I couldn't. What do you feel like with like Kung Fu Panda four? Like that one coming out. Mm-hmm. Are you you're still into the Kung Fu Panda series? I mean, I I enjoyed the Kung Fu Panda series. Okay. I don't know if I would go out of my way to the theaters to go see mm-hmm. it though. But I mean, I would still watch it. Or what? Did you see that trailer for If, which you, is basically Foster's Home? Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yeah. 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 That one's that one's a kid one again. Yeah. It's. I mean, for kid movies, it's like, I'm, I mean, I'm assuming the same thing for you is like if the nephew has it on, mm-hmm. the niece or nephew has it on, it's like, all right, I'm going to sit there and watch it with them. What about the more family? It's like, so like Ghostbusters. Are you excited for the new Ghostbusters? Okay. I would definitely check out that one. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that looked really good. That was a really good trailer that I saw right there. I mean, the one before it, the, did, it got very positive reviews and mm-hmm. it did very well, not just review us, but fan wise, like. That one was what did justice to the Ghostbuster franchise mm-hmm. than like the other one that was just like gender swapped for the oh yeah the all swapped. female cast cast one yeah yeah okay like, there was there was no expansion of Ghostbuster story whatsoever it was just everybody is the exact same character mm-hmm. except it's just gender swapped okay there's one I saw down there which one was it go down real fast it's just that I'm actually very curious about go down one more which one. Keep going. Oh, they go. Uh, Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nosferatu. That's what I'm actually more cur- really curious about. Yeah, uh, I've seen the images. At least, at least a few of what they've released, uh-huh. and it already has me very curious. I mean, as when it showed Willem Dafoe as a crazed vampire hunter, mm-hmm. like I was already in. Uh, are they having love story elements to it? Probably as far as the sake of like how vampire love elements go, where it's like the whole hypnotizing. Yeah, see, of that's it. where I, the one thing where I'm just like, I do worry if you know when it comes to vampires, they try to really shoehorn that love romantic interest aspect of it because you know vampires, of course, women like that. Yeah. So I really hope like they don't. There's not an entire story arc too dedicated to that. You see what I'm saying? It's probably going to be on the levels of like, not for the sake of like romance. But for the sake of possession, because mm-hmm. let's be honest, Nosferatu is not a good-looking character. Yeah, no, I no. Know he's a god awful, ugly demon 
creature. Yeah. Creature of the night. You know, he's not like a, oh my darling, hypnotize your eyes. Oh, embrace. It's just more of like, hi. Hi. <laughs> and then Willem, Def- I mean, Willem Dafoe, I'm not Willem Dafoe, uh, Gary Ullman. Just coming in, crazed as a motherfucker, just, VAMPIRE! (laughs) (laughs) I hunt you, vampire! (laughs) I mean, that's exactly as it was described. Just a crazed vampire hunter. I wish we had the fucking actor for fucking Halloween. The guy who plays the doctor (laughs) played a Van Helsing. It's Michael! (laughs) Michael has come. He's evil! It's Dracula! (laughs) It's Nosferatu! (laughs) It's like this goes out of (laughs) full 100 craziness. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> but I'm still matching with the same exact outfit, everything else. Yep, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it could be different time periods, but still the same outfit. He's evil. Pure evil. <laughs> I mean, you can you can type up Gary Oldman Nosferatu and you'll see the exact image I'm talking about. Okay. And it'll probably put that same actor in that place. Chances are just from the look of it. No, that's No, that's Dracula. They're just showing Dracula. Did they release images for Yeah. Him? Nosferatu. Like, type in two, 2024. Or images of Nosferatu. Um, I haven't seen it. Are you sure you saw something? I did. Are you sure you just weren't seeing it? No, I knew <laughs> what I was. I, t- go in and type in Nosferatu 2024. Images. Like new images. Scroll down. There. Right there. This? Oh, it's Willem Dafoe. I don't know why I thought Gary Oldman. Yeah, Sorry, my I was bad. Like, I was Willem Dafoe. Like, I was, like, I, was like, I was pretty sure I read Willem Dafoe, but I don't know. I get sometimes I get the two confused a little bit because like both of them are very eccentric actors. Go yeah. ahead. Go click on it. That, yeah, it's, it's trying to light up. Wow. Dude, I don't know how you between Gary Ullman and I know, Defoe. I know. I'm so Those sorry. Are two different beasts. I know. He knows that Gary Defoe, <laughs> <laughs> William Oldman. <laughs> I don't think it's a lot of. It's just it's having problems there. But no, I, I see what you mean. There. Oh shit! Yeah, no. Nosferatu is something that really I'm really interested in in trying to get into, especially with um, Robert Eggers' his last film with Lighthouse. Yeah. <sighs> So already showing that he knows how to uh, how to display a very uneasiness. Yeah, in his imagery. In his imagery. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, do you think twenty next year is gonna be better for films? Just from what they announced we out. We can only hope. We I can hope. hope. We can only hope. That's all we can do. Because yeah. this year was pretty lackluster. I mean, you had a few good hits, but for overall, it was a lot of misses. I mean, we had the results of what uh, scab writers would produce. I mean, we were wondering when the results. No, of no, like, this no. is before. This is before, before. scab writers. This is before. You remember, th- th- it doesn't take effect until about a year or two years. This is mid COVID uh, writers. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's so, bad. this is the effect of mid COVID writers we were seeing this year. So, we won't see its full effect until about. Two years, two years 25, 25. Yeah, 25. That'll be the scab riders. So by like 28 is when we'll go back to seeing some quality. Probably. I mean, we don't like to say, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know yet. 
28, 20, 30, I'll give back then. Maybe those Skybriders knew something. I don't know. <laughs> it was just the ones that was like one in, literally one in a million. I'm like, hey, something's wrong with this script. It's got like stuff in it. Like, what is this? That's theme, sir. And like, what? Why is he like, like good now? That's called character development, sir. No, this is how you get. Did you guys like nine lives? Well, come out next summer for ten lives. <laughs> Kevin Spacey is back. <laughs> His first movie back. <laughs> first movie back, and he does ten lives, or nine lives plus one. Yeah, nine and a half lives. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> God damn it. Well, you guys got anything to cover over before you close out anything you're excited for for next year, besides for films or anything like that? I mean, I can only hope. Honestly, I can only hope that the the movies for this upcoming year will be better. Better. I mean, as far as some shows and some movies already, I'm like, all right, cool. Like uh, Dune 2, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. The, like Adrian said, The Last of Us, and then uh, Fallout. Fallout. So I mean, we got we got some Halo. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Halo coming out too. Man, shut up. Season two, man. Man, shut up. <laughs> shut your Halo. Not my Halo. Not my Halo. Don't you want to see you know John Spartan in action? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't even seen the show. But something tells me they gave him the last name Sparta. <laughs> that's that's how little these writers did not absorb any of the media. The moment they said, oh, yeah, we never played any of the games, I was already out. As soon as I read that, never read any of the books, already out. Yeah. I was done. Already done. <laughs> I was like, I fucking hate you. you know, it's like, you know what? Honestly, you needed a person like Henry Cavill on this on this series to just kick you guys in the ass and just say like, yeah, he's never taking off his helmet. But what did he do first episode? He took oh, off his fucking, fucking helmet. helmet. And then he gets laid in the series. John Spartan needs to get laid. It's <laughs> an absolute desecration of a great franchise. <laughs> I hope every single writer that's ever touched this project, I hope you put your shoes on backwards I hope the socks in your shoes are twisted around when you walk. I hope you get that one pebble that rocks that one around. Pebble. I hope you get shoes that are too loose so it rubs at the back of your heel when you walk. I hope every ride you go on at Disneyland's at least a 120-minute wait. <laughs> I hope you run out of your favorite food at the deli. I hope your favorite show comes on at a different time so that way you miss it. <laughs> Everything bad to the level of safety. I, I want all the minor inconveniences of life to affect you. That's I, what you say. I hope that there's air in the ink of your pen. So when you write, it stops writing. <laughs> well, at least I know who I'm hiring for your biopic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't. Like, God, what. What an absolute dishonesty <laughs> to the franchise. 
Uh, I think that's where they cut it from here. So (laughs) we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. How do you feel about everything that went on for 2023? What are you excited for for 2024 going into next year? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Junior YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on our open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film-related news. Put out episodes every Wednesday. For audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and of course our website, which I'll say again www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast and as usual, before we fully close off for the end of this year, Mike has the last end notes for you guys Yes, as always, you can be able to find us on the Apple Podcast app. Please consider leaving a five-star review. It would be really appreciative. As well as possibly sharing with a friend that you think might enjoy this series, or at least somebody that you know that's in the business that might enjoy this series. We'd really appreciate that, too. And, of course, you can be able to find us on YouTube. You can watch these episodes live, or at least at the timing that they're live. So you can be able to watch some of the stuff that we bring up on screen because we bring up stuff on screen as well as it seems a little more of our antics a little bit more of our rants just being able to see it as it goes on so head on over to youtube subscribe consider sharing with a friend as well that you think might enjoy these and of course uh leave a comment down below of what you think we should cover next or what news you think we should cover uh usually we always miss something a thing or two and something always new comes out so Leave a comment down below so you can be able to let us know into the new year, especially because this year's over. So the season's done. And that's it. So we got news for next year. Let us know. And of course, our Patreon account. Head to our Patreon account where you can be able to subscribe for even more content that you can't get on YouTube, such as deleted uh, deleted episodes, uncut episodes, and lost episodes. And of course, we'd really appreciate that because more subscribers equals more content. So please head on over there. Consider subscribing. And that's it for me. Uh, the last time you'll be hearing me. See, that's the image. That's what I was talking about. Yep, right see. there. Yep. See? See what I'm talking about? This is the reason why you got to go on YouTube and watch this because you can be able to see the image of Willem Dafoe just absolutely crazed out. See right here, debuts as crazy vampire hunter. Look at that. Look at him. Nice. See, as soon as I saw that, I was in. I was like, you know what? It's going to be good. Look how crazed out of his mind he is. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of thing. Exactly. But focusing all his energy on hunting vampires. All right. So, Count Orlock. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, the vampire called Count Orlock. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh my God, it's going to be so awesome. But uh, yes, I'm going to throw this back to Anthony, and we'll see you guys next year. All right, guys. You heard it from Mike. See you next time, next year, and have a good night. Later, taters. <laughs>